0: Live from Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, this is the WJR Sportsbook with Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds on 760 WJR. Here are Steve and Jamie.
1: Hey now, (laughs) isn't this just about it? Here we are. Here we are, as advertised, spending quality time with our good friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. And I got to tell you, partner. Yes. uh, By the way, how rude. I'm Steve.
2: (laughs) I'm Jamie.
1: Um, That's right. Ray Templin is here as well, our engineer extraordinaire uh, in charge of buttons and dials and such. All that stuff. Uh, Parker, back at the uh, Golden Tower. uh, You know, upon checking in here at Soaring Eagle, uh, what I appreciate in life is when you go somewhere. And the individuals involved enjoy what they do. And that pretty much uh, is spot on uh, with the wonderful staff here at Soaring Eagle.
2: Seamless. So
1: kind.
2: Yes. Kind. Happy to see you when you get here. The rooms are beautiful. Right. What a Monday.
1: Uh, Yeah. And uh, we've been looking forward to this for a while. Uh, We will check in. Uh, with some of our good friends here at Soaring Eagle, because there is a lot going on here. Uh, meanwhile, one of the reasons we're here, uh, aside from watching you play Wheel of Fortune.
2: Which I haven't gone to my slot yet. I talk to these ladies. Don't take my machine.
1: <laughs> ladies, welcome. Uh, are you all from downstate?
2: Chesterfield.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, But uh, they knew exactly who you were, uh, being the TV star you are.
2: Yeah, huge star. Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, (laughs) I think you guys are all in sync for a little Wheel Wheel of Fortune later. A little Wheel of Fortune marathon.
2: I can't wait. Like I said, I hope my machine
1: is open, my lucky one. Well, you know what? I'm a big believer in fate, and I can't see it not be there. (laughs) Uh, all right, now let's get to the uh, subject matter at hand. Lots of things going on. First, uh, there is on this Monday night a Monday night football doubleheader. Uh, both eight fifteen starts. Uh, the Giants eh, four and eight. <laughs> they will be playing host to uh, Jordan Love and the six and six Packers. You know the Packers just kind of hanging around. I know. I'm they rooting truly for the are. Giants. Uh, Meanwhile, also at 8.15, you've got the Dolphins right in the thicket.
2: Oh, the ladies from Chesterfield.
1: (laughs) The ladies in Chesterfield lit up like a Christmas tree on (laughs) Christmas Christmas? morning. Yeah, (laughs) with the Finns. Uh, Yeah, Tua Tagovailoa and the Finns right in the heart of it in the AFC at 9-3. Miami, a 13.5 point favorite over the Titans. Uh, The Giants. They're a a five-and-a-half-point dog to the visiting Green Bay Packers. We will update that, uh, sure enough, in the moments ahead. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, your Detroit Red Wings, they are in action tonight, getting underway at 8 o'clock. After winning three straight, the Winged Wheelers have now lost two in a row. But more importantly, Jamie, uh, Saturday night at LCA, a very, very scary moment. Uh, El Capitan, Dylan Larkin, uh, cross-checked in the back of the head, uh, went down, was not moving. This is when uh, the Red Wings were on a first-period power play. Uh, Larkin took a hit uh, from Ottawa Senators forward Matthew Joseph. Uh, Then he was pushed into the uh, Senators Parker Kelly, uh, who also hit Larkin as the Red Wing captain fell. And um uh, not shocking here but for full disclosure i was at a pub uh watching this unfold live and uh it was extremely scary yeah. because we kept waiting for dylan larkin to move yeah and for a minute there he didn't and they had the stretcher out he didn't need it he uh, skated off with uh, some assistance uh at last check There's been really no update into when he will be available to the winged wheelers moving forward.
2: No, they placed him on IR, but there are reports that he's okay, that a lot of tests came back negative, which is good. What I think is dirty is that that guy knew, I'm sure he knew, that Larkin had neck surgeries in the past.
1: Well, yeah, uh, Dylan Larkin, let's just call it what it is. Uh, Love the way this dude goes about his game, and listen, he's not as scared. Uh, he will get his nose right in the midst of everything. Uh, he has proven that. Uh, meanwhile, David Peron uh, was given a match penalty for intent to injure for cross-checking Artem Zub. and this Good was for a,
2: him for well, st- sticking up for his captain. You're I absolutely
1: like right. You have a guy uh, going uh, to the defense of a valued teammate, captain, and uh, he is going to have an in-person visit uh, with NHL personnel. Uh, according to rule, that will be at least a five-game suspension for David Peron. Meanwhile, we'll let you know the Red Wings, 14-8-4, fourth in the Atlantic Division, playing some hockey, uh, seven points behind Boston, as a matter of fact, Jamie, for the top spot uh, in the Eastern Conference.
2: Yeah, and, you know, Patrick Kane got going. He got his first goal. Yes, he did a laser. (laughs) Wearing the winged wheel which is still kind of odd to see but like we're happy to see it and if dylan larkin's going to be off for an extended period of time you got a veteran on that ice in patrick kane Uh,
1: meanwhile your detroit red wings will be in dallas eight o'clock tonight as a matter of fact what are the stars up to well they're 15 8 and 3 one point behind colorado for the top spot in the central division there in the western conference uh also in action uh, like now, and we're going to discuss it because we have to. Uh, your Detroit Pistons have Ugh. lost 19, 19 in a row. Uh, as a matter of fact, Jamie, uh, their last win was on October 28th, three days before Halloween for crying out loud. Uh, that was a 118-102 win at LCO over the Bulls. Uh, the uh, Pistons, let's just close our eyes and think about this for a second. <laughs> I said close your eyes. Okay, sorry. Uh, when the Pistons upended the Bulls, they were a 2 and one basketball team at the time.
2: Oh, my God. Is anyone watching the Pistons right now? That's the sad part.
1: Well, uh, only because there's so much football going on and hockey and, you know, everything else going on. No. Um, no. Because it's a hard watch.
2: And if they're on a 19-game losing streak, where's the owner? Where are you, Tom? We want to hear from you.
1: Well, uh, you know, we did hear from Tom Boris via Mitch's Radiothon uh, last Thursday well, night. Well,
2: okay. So he did a great thing and donated $350,000 to people who need it. So congratulations to him on that.
1: And he did allude to the fact that um, he understands things are bad right now for his franchise. Um, but he is being very patient because he understands they're young. He's got all the belief in the world in Monty Williams. Sure, and,
2: but the pe- does Monty Williams have the pieces that fit together? They're all good basketball players, but they don't seem to fit.
1: Well, one of two things is going to happen here. Either it's going to continue to wallow in the abyss and potentially get worse, which I hope it doesn't because that's going to lead to nothing but bad, or the light bulb is going to go off with Monty Williams and this young Pistons team, and they'll start to be somewhat respectable. Um, obviously, uh, they are a non post-season team right now. Are they a post-season team next year? Get out of Who here Postseason? season
2: Why are you saying that? Well, at
1: this point in time, a year ago. They're about ago, to get
2: the number one pick.
1: Okay. Now what's wrong <laughs> with that? Uh, they're in India the, or they host Indiana. Uh, that game is underway as a matter of fact, got underway at uh, seven o'clock. Uh, The Pistons trailing the Indiana Pacers 11-6, certainly still in the first quarter. The Pacers, they're 12-8. All right, Uh, we have uh, put it off as long as we can. Uh, We have plenty of Lions conversation because it was a nightmare uh, in the Windy City yesterday. I don't know how else you can dissect it. You can be uh, as positive an individual as you can possibly be and say, look, the Lions are nine and four. Okay, right. I get that, but the trend is horrible. It is not good.
2: Well, they have lost two of three. They had this hot start, and it's sort of trending in the wrong direction. But I'm not giving up on them. Any team can lose any day in the National Football League.
1: All right. Well, here's the thing, though. You know, we've got things to do here. Okay. But again, the trend is quite negative. And let me just take it a step further. What appeared to be a kind schedule moving forward, all of a sudden, is not that kind.
2: Well, the Broncos are surging. The there Vikings are, seven are hot on their trail, and you have to play the Cowboys.
1: Well, the Vikings, for crying out loud. Josh Dobbs, God love him. He's gone. Uh, what a barn burner it was with the Vikings and Raiders. 3 nothing.
2: <laughs> I know.
1: 3 how would like to have paid $250 for a seat to watch that mess?
2: Well, I paid money to watch the Lions tie the Steelers that year. That was great.
1: You got that going. <laughs> you got that on your resume now, don't yeah. you? Yeah. You, you can feel the pain of those uh, yeah, Vikings I, and Raiders, folks. Uh, we have a picture to paint for you as we continue from Ascend, the fantastic sportsbook here at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It is the sports book here on 760
0: WJR. Welcome back to more of the WJR Sportsbook with Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. Live from Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant. Once again, Steve and Jamie.
1: Nice to have you back with us here on the Sportsbook on 760 WJR. As we have stated throughout our uh, going on three years of existence, Jamie. Yes. Uh, All the credit in the world to our wonderful friends here at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort uh, for their support of this radio show. And uh, we are going to check in uh, with good friend Tanya Barty, Marketing Manager for Sponsorships and Promotions here at Soaring Eagle. Tanya, how are you?
3: Steve, I'm fabulous, Jamie. Hi, thanks for coming and hanging out with me today.
1: We chat again. Usually (laughs) you're on the phone. Yes,
3: usually I'm calling in. I'm not face-to-face, so this is awesome. Going
1: on and on about everything you all got going on here at Soaring Eagle, and it's a lengthy list. It is. You got Um, got
3: my email then. (laughs) We have our prep sheet here.
1: Yes, we did. Uh, I've got all 17 pages. Um,
3: (laughs) I I narrowed it down. I did.
1: Yes, you did. Uh, But first and foremost, and we were talking shortly before going on here, Tanya, Uh, I've been fortunate, as Jamie has, uh, to have come up to your wonderful establishment time and time again. And the one thing that stands out, as it did upon my check-in tonight, uh, you have a staff here. And I absolutely love it because I love what I do. uh, And it's contagious. Mm -hmm. And when you check in and the gal checking you in, you can tell. Is having a wonderful day wants you to have a wonderful day
3: absolutely
1: um, but I think it is throughout soaring eagle people enjoy being here and working here, and I love it
3: yes thank you it it truly um, you know is a unique situation we have like we were talking about coming back from covid right yeah in the service industry it was tough it was tough to to hire and to keep help and for people to want to come in and, and be that close again. Um, but it, it really starts with upper management and that expectation of, of, you know, this is what we want our guests to feel, to see, you know, what's that one thing that we can provide that, you know, n- nobody else can or not as good as us. Like, everybody can give you somewhere to eat. Everybody can take, you, you know, go see the show. but. You walk out those doors or you, you know, drive away and you think, wow, everybody was happy. Everybody was, you know, so nice and I enjoyed my time. I want to go back. Right. You know, so that's, that's, that's our goal. But again, it, stops with, it starts with uh,
2: the management team. Well, shout out to Shayla. She was a great Ooh, waitress. Shayla. I don't know where, where is she Shayla? is, but Where's she was Shay- fantastic. We love Shayla. Shayla, shout out to Shayla. Um, I also really <laughs> enjoy the room. I mean, the room is high tech. you got this button that opens the blinds and closes the (laughs) blinds. Yeah, I know
3: you don't have to go pull a stick anymore.
2: There's no little thing on the door that says, do not disturb you, press a button. Yeah, that's all we, well, we
3: opened our hotel in July of 98. um, And then we, 20 years later, we revamped and redid every, all 516 rooms and um, tore them down to, to nothing and rebuilt them. You it's, can tell. it's
1: reinvesting, isn't it? Absolutely, you,
3: you have you have to. Certainly, right? you know th- we plan on being having this complex around for a long, long time. So we have to reinvest so people want to come back, enjoy it, see the new shiny things we have, and we have a lot of that going on as well. Um, so you know we're always reinventing ourselves and trying to to do the next big and greatest thing.
1: Well, you know, aside from uh, the slots and the video poker, big fan. Um, I hear you know, people want to be entertained. Yes. And tis the season. Oh, boy. Uh, Tell us about the New Year's Eve part.
3: Oh, my gosh. So we have done New Year's Eve for a long time. Right. And every year it's what's the theme? What's I mean, we we hire in decorators and we have food and beverage jump on board Um, this year. I, I'm a little, I'm a little excited about this year. It's an '80s theme, oh, so wonderful. I know, right? <laughs> like I am a prodigy of of growing up in a material world, so um, <laughs> it is going to be a, an awesome, awesome time. We have a DJ. There's um, champagne toast at midnight. There's in going here, to be food. in here in a No, in the entertainment hall. Okay, yeah, Ascent is a little too small. Okay, um, but there will be a. Uh, a a band in ascend and there's uh, no cover it's just 21 and older obviously Um, and then yeah it's just a new year's eve party the floor we will have uh native dancers on the floor we'll do a countdown out there countdown in ascend entertainment hall it's a party it really is a party and the slot palace will stay open till 2 a.m so they're extending hours across there as well um so yeah it's just a really good time.
1: Will there be 50% off for a mullet?
3: Um, no. no. <laughs> best costume? <laughs> um, oh wait, Yes, no, there is. There is a best costume contest. We've never done that before. Usually we reserve that for Halloween, but um, best 80s couple, best 80s dressed, and then you win premium play, and you can go stick that in the slots or play it on the tables after you win.
2: I also appreciate the acts that come here to play. I yes. mean, it's wow. not just nobody's.
3: No, oh, no, I don't know if you've heard of this guy named Jelly Roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. Steve
2: has it, but I have.
3: (laughs) I have. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, We had him with Willie Nelson last summer. So they they were in our outdoor venue. We've we just announced today. Sticks will be with us. I gotta check my. Oh my god. May fourth. Sticks
1: right now they've gone through different variations they
3: have they have but they always sell out they're always we want we joke yeah we joke they're our house band (laughs) i mean they're just they're just a great group of guys so we just announced jeff foxworthy in the comedy kind of area for you know we just announced that last week true talent yep true talent um we've got uh lance burton he's coming up the magic yeah the magic guy um so you know he may appear he may not appear who knows (laughs) You may disappear. He may disappear. Um, and then uh, Teresa Caputo, <gasps> the Long Island Medium, she's going to come back next year too. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. How
1: how does her act work? Because she's going to pull people from the
2: audience.
3: Yeah. So I actually attended a show. And I really, I do. I was skeptical, right? I was skeptical because she goes around the room and she'll like stop and talk to people and say, you know, do you uh, this I'm and that? To your yeah, I, yes. And yeah. did somebody have this and so? And I'm like, and then this one guy, she said something about a coin, and he pulled the coin out of his pocket, and I was like, what? But then uh, they actually went down to uh, some people that I knew in the front row, and it was 100% legit. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I was like, okay, there's something to that. Well, that makes sense,
1: that. though, because then she'll pull people. Yes. Because, uh, you know, worst case scenario is you've got a thousand people screaming things at her. Yeah.
3: No, she wa- she does a little bit on the stage and does some, she's funny. She's very personal. And then she goes out into the audience and just walks around the whole entertainment hall. And, I'd go to that. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's definitely uh, uh, an experience, as I, they say.
2: <laughs> I'd also like to go to Ruth's Chris. I passed it walking. Did you That know? looks amazing.
1: You know, I'm having a vision. Right now, I'm having a vision. Uh, Ruth Chris is doing very well.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It is. Ruth Chris is doing very well. We just opened in June, um, and Ruth Chris is in the hotel. um, And they are are phenomenal partners with us. Um, So they're open, and then we are... In Ju- uh, January, June. Oh, I wish it was June. Um, <laughs> in January, we're going to open the food district here on the casino side, which we uh, we're ready for more dining venues. We really need oh. them. How's that going to work? That's going to be it's going to be like a, a like a food court. It's the food district. We have four restaurants. Wow. Yeah, we have. Um, it, I think it's Bananos. Yeah, Bananos New York Pizzeria, Bubba Burritos, uh, Guy Ferreri's Chicken. Uh-huh. So Guy Frere, the
1: all the rage, by uh, the way. Yes, yep. So we'll have a couple guy. of locations opening downstairs Yes,
3: I do. We did hear that, and then um, Ike's Love and Sandwiches. So we'll have sandwiches, pizza, and it'll burrito. be yep burrito. So all that stuff that you can sit down and eat, or you can grab and go. But um, and then next year, probably summer, um, we'll be opening uh, Johnny Rockets, which huh. is where Legends is currently. Wow. Uh,
1: Johnny Rockets national chain, correct? Yep. yep. Uh, known for burgers and it's kind of like a retro, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, now, asking for a friend. Uh huh. Um, when you have the food court type thing, Tanya, uh, and hypothetically, again, asking for a friend. Right. You come and enjoy the libations here at Soaring Eagle, Cause. some slots and video poker, for your you, friend. For my friend, <laughs> could you could you grab a sandwich at like, 11 o'clock?
3: Um, possibly, if it's a weekend.
1: Very well.
3: Possibly. Um, they're For still kind friend. of hatching it's the out. the worst
2: when you're hungry and you can't get it. So. I,
3: but I will, t- if your friend is staying in the hotel, yes. we're bringing room service back. We have yet to, at, at the beginning of the year, we'll have room service back now, in Now, is that hotel. a
1: post-COVID move?
3: Yes. It was, um, it was partially COVID, and with the construction of Ruth's Chris, they, um, oh, sorry about that, they, uh, they took up some kitchen space so we had to kind of reconfigure kitchen space but okay. room service will be coming back to the hotel well so, it's fun here i yeah, gotta say yeah. it really is
1: well you know and we've discussed in the past tanya you know uh, here at send one of the premier sports books and what Absolutely. i love about it it's right here in the great state of michigan and uh i know there was a lot of red tape involved um Eagle Sports, yep. the app, yep. uh, from what I understand, doing tremendous.
3: Having, we're having very great success. And I think partially it's because we took our time. We wanted our own app. Yes. We didn't want to sell it to the big, you know, Fan Duels and, and Caesars and all of that. We wanted it ourselves. We wanted the money to stay in Michigan. And hence that tagline, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Eagle Casino and Sports is a Michigan brand. It is not owned by anybody else but the Second El Chippewa Indian Tribe.
1: And the neat thing about that is and look there are other things going on in that regard, but how many are there in the great state of Michigan
3: oh Homegrown, Na- homegrown. Baby. Grown. None of right, exactly. Homegrown, and that's you know people always ask us when we first came out with it. Why took took you so long? Why didn't you jump on the bandwagon when everybody else came out with it? And we had the opportunity, but we really looked within ourselves and said, what is our long-term goal with this app? How do we want to make sure that you know we're, we're giving back to the community, we're giving back to our guests, and so that's that's where we came up with Eco Casino and Sports. Well, Tanya, Great.
1: a pleasure seeing you (laughs) as we have our conversation really a neat deal yes thank you and thank you both so much here at soaring you casino resort for the support of this radio show we truly appreciate
3: we appreciate your support we absolutely do and and thank you it's a great partnership and and uh i i love listening to you guys as well
1: thank you so very much tanya we'll see each other again soon thank you probably super bowl i don't know oh
3: (laughs) big game absolutely
1: (laughs) yes The big game, indeed.
3: I can't say it. You can. I
1: can. Tanya Barty, Marketing Manager for Sponsorships and Promotions here at a wonderful place, Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Yeah, how about those lions? We'll talk about that as we continue with the sports book right here on 760
0: WJR. Welcome back to more of the WJR Sports Book with Steve Courtney and Jamie Edmonds. Live from Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, once again, Steve and Jamie.
1: All right, welcome back into the Sportsbook here on 760 WJR. Always a pleasure uh, to be here at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Yes. Uh, Do you know exactly where you're going uh, after the program to the uh, Wheel of Fortune machine?
2: Yeah, you go down the middle. It's about 10 (laughs) paces to the left. (laughs) I saw my machine. I'm serious.
1: You already uh, said hello to it, have you?
2: Yeah, and look, my husband's texting me. He's probably texting me, don't go to that machine.
1: Uh, Well, you did okay. I know. In our last visit, when you informed the group that you were with Child, the lovely Olivia on the way. Yes,
2: yes and things have worked out. Ryan
1: like, didn't have a problem with it when you hit, did he?
2: No, but he nobody made me cash out. I hate that. I want to put it back in.
1: Truth be told, and I'm not going to get into the logistics, but you come from a long line of players, uh, of players. <laughs> of
2: slot you? players. Yeah, my mom loves it. We'll leave it at that. All right. We have to talk about the Lions, Steve.
1: I know. We've put it off as long as we can. Um, and I'm going to be the first to say, Probably in no uncertain terms. I have concerns about this Lions team. Are you, and, you're in the concerned group now. Well, no, I was concerned uh, even before uh, they got drubbed in the Windy City. Uh, when you take a look at the trend of what's been going on with this team, uh, it's not good. Um, you know, you were fortunate three weeks ago to knock off this Bears team. Yeah. Uh, then you lose on Thanksgiving Day to Jordan Love and the Packers. You lose at home to Jordan Love and the Packers. That's not good. While portraying yourself to be a Super Bowl contender. Now, that might be a bit strong. I get that. Um, but it's part of the conversation. Uh, then you go to New Orleans. You get off to a 21 nothing lead. You let them back into it. Um, then uh, you go and lose to a what I think is still, although improving, a woeful Bears team that you're better than.
2: Yeah. Here's what concerns me. The defense was always this porous defense. They didn't get any help in the secondary. They didn't get another edge rusher. So the defense is what it is, and I don't think the defense has changed. What's concerning is the offense looked terrible against the Bears. They only had 61 yards in the second half and no points. That's Uh, a problem.
1: Yeah, and you're talking about uh, Lions offense uh, that averages – 406 yards of offensive game, second in the NFL, only to Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins. And listen, success at the NFL level is not a faucet; you can't turn it on, you can't turn it off. So my question is: as you move forward and you play an improving Denver Bronco team, Sean Payton, I know, has done some decent things. There are seven. I think and they've six won teams. six
2: of their last seven if i'm correct
1: yeah and they're seven and six right now in the playoff conversation uh in the afc um but they're coming into fort field on saturday night prime time and i got news for you the broncos are not as scared
2: no there are so many teams by the way in the nfl right now that are seven and six it's going to be an interesting
1: oh it's uh it's a doozy what's uh unfolding right now
2: but i digress the lions
1: but here's the thing about the nfl in football and competition in general don't think for a second that the bears were tired of hearing about the lions and the turnaround and the culture and well, this okay. and okay
2: that also could be part of it the bears felt like they really let one slip away against the lions at ford field so there was some extra motivation there
1: well of course uh, you know but when you take a look at the numbers lions up 13 10 and a half and you're thinking okay We've seen this team. They're 5-1 and one on the road. We've seen them make plays to ensure victory over a team they should. Um, and it didn't happen. Uh, the Bears grabbed that 19-13 league, a minute and 36 left in the third quarter, uh, when uh, Justin Fields hit uh, DJ Moore wide open. That was a free play. Upset. Yeah, Lions offsides, Hutch offsides. But the fact of the matter is, the play prior, I don't understand what was happening here. Uh, it, it was intentional grounding. At the very least, not to mention replay clearly shows Fields' knee was down. Dead ball. Over. Done. Or, and how about this, the person the ball hit first was an O-lineman. Yeah. That's an illegal touch. Now, the referee explained it the pass rush caused the errant throw.
2: When has that ever happened before? I don't know. That, that was clearly the wrong call. And then the very next play, the Bears score that touchdown on that DJ Moore free play. So, then they get the ball right back when there was a fumbled snap between Goff and uh, Glasgow. Then the Jameer gives fourth down didn't work. So those, those were quick strikes by the Bears.
1: You know, and here's the thing, and, and I'm going to say this, 38 states and half of Canada. I am still a Jared Goff guy. But listen, two picks yesterday and the fumble. He's uh, had
2: 10 turnovers, is it, in four uh, games?
1: You, you can't have it. Not when you want to get to where the Lions want to be. And, folks, again, we're talking about your Detroit Lions winning a division title for the first time in 30 years. That is a long long time and it looked like to be a shoe in for a hot second didn't it? uh and now you've got the lions at nine and four uh and the sad thing is uh with the eagles getting it handed to them uh last night uh in a perfect world the lions would be right there as far as the nfc goes uh because the lions right now are at nine and four you've got the 49ers all of a sudden the cowboys oh dear they're for real Back right. what You gotta play the
2: Cowboys.
1: Yes, you do. Uh and the Eagles are all ten and three.
2: Yeah.
1: Forty ers Cowboys, Eagles, all at ten and three. Lions could be at ten and three. Could be, with the exception of stubbing a toe or two along the way. Um they're at nine and four. So are the Lions still in the heat of it? Yes, yes they certainly are.
2: Do they have control of the division still? Yes, they do. There are four games to go. They have two games on the Vikings, and you play them twice.
1: Pending what happens uh, tonight at the Meadowlands with the uh, Packers and Giants. Um, okay, two games, but again, you bring it into the conversation. The remainder of the Lions' schedule, certainly not a shoe in the way we thought it was even two, three weeks ago.
2: Things are a little tighter. People are going to be watching more intensely. But I still think the Lions win this division. Dan Campbell and his Lions have not lost two in a row this season. They're going to bounce back.
1: Well, and he's very confident. Uh, and, and what do you expect Dan Campbell to say? That we're doomed? You know, that we, we, we certainly screwed ourselves. <laughs> well, that's <Thin> it. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Um, but the turnovers have got to stop. Yeah. They have got to stop. Fourth downs. Lions 1 of 5. After not going for a fourth down in the win over the Saints. Coincidence? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Lions will host Denver. Uh, that's an 8:15 kick on Saturday night there at beautiful Ford Field. But, you know, let's bring this into the conversation as well. Why not? Uh, throughout this season, uh, the Lions have been absolutely stymied uh, in third quarters. Uh, I don't understand what's going on. When you take a look uh, at what they did offensively, and this is still an effective Lions offense. How about their uh, second-half possessions? In seven possessions, I think it was punt, 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 turnover, (laughs) turnover on downs, Uh, something to that effect. Um, But, again, uh, an offense – that has averaged 400-plus yards a game, comes up woefully short. And I don't understand it. Uh, but the third quarter has been not kind Achilles all year heel, long.
2: Yeah. Well, I I know why people are worried. I just don't think there should be panic yet.
1: As a I matter of fact, I, I just uh, saw this. The Lions have scored just eight points all season on first possessions of the second half. Don't defer anymore. Just take
2: the football in the first quarter.
1: Well, we're 13 games deep here. Yeah. And this offense has got to start sending statements there as the second half unfolds. So uh, we shall see. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, what else is there to cover with the Honolulu Blue and Silver?
2: That we don't know when Frank Ragnell is coming back.
1: We and he was missed. Rags was yeah. missed. Let's just call it. what. And, and, and I, I'm a big uh, Graham Glasgow guy. I am. I think he's been a solid addition. Maybe one of the more solid additions from general manager Brad Holmes. Uh, he's very serviceable. Um, but I think the Lions have used eight, nine, ten different offensive line combinations this year.
2: Well, injuries.
1: Yeah, and big V it goes happens. down. I, I, I get it. Um And then they have Ewasika at the uh, right guard. Sorsdahl. Colby Sorsdahl, I think, is going to have a place uh, not only with the Lions but in this league. I I, I truly do. Um, But Frank Ragnow is one of the top three elite centers in the entire National Football League. And hopefully he gets back sooner rather than later.
2: Agreed. They need him. I'd love to see James Houston come back. They need some pass rush.
1: And at last word, uh, here's a kid that had eight sacks in his rookie season, eight and a half a year ago. And a formidable, formidable pass rusher. uh, Broke his leg in the loss to the Seahawks earlier this year. Again, uh, partner at last word, he was getting close. uh, And he was certainly helped. But that being said, look. Uh, the Lions is as bad as it was, and it was a nightmare in Chicago yesterday. They had three sacks. They had a lot more pressure on Justin Fields, but that dude is slippery. Yeah. A, a mobile quarterback. Did you make up swear words to watching?
2: <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, mobile quarterback is a, is a problem for this team, and that's what they're going to see in the playoffs.
1: Well, Russell Wilson comes Saturday night. Not as mobile.
2: Is this a must win?
1: I would say yes. Okay. I would say from the Lions' perspective, from this team's perspective, it is.
2: Yeah, I could totally see that. Because if
1: you lose at home to Denver and you go to 9-5, and five, that's not good. Right. That is not good at all. Now, conversely, Sean Payton, he is looking to exploit the weaknesses, and there are weaknesses on this Lions team, uh, just like the Bears, just like the Packers. So, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting test. Maybe the bigger question right now, Jamie, is how bad do the Lions want it? Truly.
2: I think they want it. You've heard Taylor Decker talk about the lean times and how Love exciting Taylor. this is now. They want it. Yeah. Dan well, Campbell will get them to play. Then go get I it. Don't, I'm not worried like you're worried. Okay.
1: I'm just concerned. Okay. All right. We've got more of the sports book coming up. Various and Sundry coming your way in NFL doubleheader on monday night we'll have that and more as we continue from soaring eagle casino
0: and resort welcome back to more of the wjr sportsbook with steve courtney and jamie edmonds live from soaring eagle casino and resort in mount pleasant once again steve and jamie
1: all right as we uh, conclude this the final segment of the sportsbook here on WJR, let you know five fifty nine left in the second quarter, at Little Caesars Arena, your Pistons looking to shake the ugly nineteen game losing streak, find themselves trailing the twelve and eight Indiana Pacers fifty to forty nine. Uh, I wonder
2: if anyone here bet on the Pistons winning today.
1: <laughs> oh, I bet you there were a few, uh, because look, you play the law of average; it's got to happen eventually. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> They're not going to lose the rest of them, are they? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, for Monty Williams' sake and this Pistons crew, I, I no. Uh, you know, I'm predicting this. You heard it here first. A reversal of fortune. Oh, gosh, Steve. Is in the offing. I'm a cup half old guy. What the hell you no, want from No, you're not.
2: Me? You're worried about the Lions, but you think the Pistons are going to turn it around?
1: I have reason to be concerned about the Lions. Sir, are you concerned about the Lions? No. See? Okay, he's not. Oh, this lady, lady. Is, thank you so much. <laughs> thank ma'am, you, ma'am, are you as well? Yes, you are. Uh Oh, big nods over there. Yes. Uh, for all the right reasons. We'll see. As they say, time will tell. Uh, Michigan State hoops. Um, oh, Lord. Obviously, we had our conversation with Magnum T.I. Tom Nizzo this morning on J.R. Morning. And, uh, you know, when I found him to be in a pretty darn good place. I thought he was going to be really
2: prickly this morning. But he was joking with us, as he always does. Yeah. He thinks this team is better than they're playing. I think that's where his positivity comes from.
1: Well, I thought there were some positives to uh, draw out of the road loss to the Nebraska Cornhuskers uh, last night. You had uh, A.J. Hogard, Jaden Akins, and Malik Hall uh, combining for 25 points there in the first half. Lion- the Lions. The uh, Spartans actually up 34-31 at the half, and they're starting to shoot the ball a little bit better. I think the concern is, and we discussed it with Tom this morning, Jamie, your bigs, uh, Matty Sissoko and uh, Connor Cooper, um, two points between the two, and I think three or four points. They boards. need Kohler. Well, he's on his way, and uh, as a matter of fact, Tom said uh, he's about a week away. Uh, meanwhile, does not get any easier. Uh, for Tom Izzo and the Spartans, uh, they get number six Baylor. That's going to go off because of the Lions flexing to Saturday night. Yeah, uh, that's going to be going off at two o'clock at Little Caesars Arena on two o'clock at two o'clock Saturday afternoon. You will hear that here, of course, on WJR. Now, I'm not concerned about the Spartans. You're not. I, I, I they're too damn good to be where they are right now. I
2: remember when they were the preseason fourth team in the country yeah now yeah. they're
1: unranked and, and look sometimes expectation sucks the life out of you and then you regroup and you go about your business uh meanwhile the michigan basketball wolverines uh nice road win yesterday 90 80 winners over the hawkeyes there in iowa city uh they will host eastern michigan two thirty saturday afternoon we don't have time to get into a sidebar with Michigan basketball right now. Okay. Uh, there are reports that Juan Howard got into it uh, physically with the strength and conditioning coach sometime around Friday. Uh, we, there are now reports saying that it was not physical. But come on, dude, what's happening?
2: Well, we're not getting into it, I guess. But we'll wait and see w- until there's concrete something from Michigan basketball on Juan Howard.
1: Uh, but right. he's
2: on a zero-tolerance policy right now.
1: Yes, he certainly is, and uh, he's just coming back from a medical procedure. Yes. and uh, Juwan, just chill down. Carry yourself. For crying out loud, uh, there is a doubleheader in the National Football League. Uh, the Packers at six and six on the road to face the extremely disappointing New York Football Giants. They're four and eight. Interesting enough. Uh, the Packers only a five-and-a-half-point favorite over that Giants mess. Uh, meanwhile, the Titans and Dolphins meeting in Miami. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa and the Finns, Tyreek Hill and company. Uh, they got it going on. They're 9-3, uh, and three, uh, kind of the uh, rulers of the roost in the AFC. They're playing host to the 4-8 and eight Titans.
2: I need a big game from Tua for my fantasy team if he wouldn't mind. I didn't know you were in a fantasy league. Yes, with my college friends. And Amon uh, Ross St. Brown only got me three points. So I and need that was a another thing game.
1: about the Lions yesterday. Amon Ross St. Brown, a couple of drops. It is just not the deal.
2: They're going to bounce back. Okay. In prime time on Saturday night against the Broncos.
1: Are you making the call right here, right now? Yes.
2: I'll put money down over there.
1: Because as we found out here at Soaring Eagle, we do have some Lions fans concerned.
2: <laughs> I know. They are I may them.
1: have to spend the rest of the night talking them off the ledge or whatever. Uh, partner? This is fun. A lot of fun being with you here at Soaring Eagle. Always. We'll do it again back from the boring studios next week. Okay. Uh, folks, uh, as always, uh, thank you so very much. Parker, back at the blowtorch. Thank you very much. Ray Templin, great job as always. Shayla. To the wonder- Shayla, to the wonderful crowd, thanks for listening to WJR.